0: And
1: I'm Stanley Wiggins.
0: And this is
1: Black hipster, hipster.
0: Where we talk about black pop culture.
1: Gay pop culture.
0: Black gay pop culture. And sometimes
1: other bullshit. shit. Black <laughs> <I ain't> laugh.
0: <laughs> <Hipster.
1: laughs> say, Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty well. We're like over a hundred and something episodes in, so I'm sure. <laughs>
0: this is like the cheerleader version. I just like if you had pom poms, they should have gone out to the hours, sides.
1: yes. I'm like, do cheerleaders still
2: Cheers, Cheer?
0: I hope so. Yeah, that's a tradition. Is, yeah. It should not die.
1: It should not die. How are you doing today, darling?
0: I'm good. I got a facial
1: oh, today. Um, that's why you're glowing. That's hopefully. why you're glowing. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, yeah. Because I was gonna say something dirty, but you know I, I'm gonna skip. Oh, it. I got I'm a facial. I was like, well, what were you I'm gonna, gonna say about the facial? I feel like my mother-in-law listens to the podcast. <laughs> oh, sometimes. yes. So. So I'm <laughs> I was going to say something cheeky and dirty okay, okay. no it, it's from the facial I got the facial. power peel um, what's this a power peel
1: is it it's painful like
0: some, no it's, just a, it's like a chemical peel okay okay yeah but like it's like the uh, esthetician version not like yeah. the derm version the derm version is stronger
1: oh it's I mean.
0: like hazmat
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you just, like, you have to put, like, a special mask <laughs> on. It's like, you can't be seen in the sun <laughs> for <laughs> three days. <Exactly>. Like, <laughs>
0: it's cloudy today. It's really overcast. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I was productive. I, I think I discovered that I might have an ulcer. And then oh, I listened no. to Drake's Race My Mind on repeat on the subway.
1: Okay. Okay. Very,
0: very. So, this happened point.
1: today. Facial, possible discovery of an ulcer, and then Drake listening on repeat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh,
0: and oh, and while I listened to the song, I came up with a whole video for it. Ridiculous. Yep, and a, and a storyline saga that goes into another video.
1: Oh, I do like when videos do that. <laughs> right? I do like when videos right? do that. Can it keeps we get you, yeah. back to that? It's like it tells or like but I always thought too. Like if you have because they release usually release four singles from the album mm-hmm. or whatever. So listen, make it a whole thing. Like we watch the first video and it ends and it goes into the second video. Tell us a story. I want that again. That's
0: what I came up with one in my mind for for that song and then the the next song is actually what came before that. So oh, it's sort of a rewind where you see why even this better. Is happening.
1: Like yes. a what like a well not like just anything. Like I was gonna say like <laughs> a um I'm not a and drive memento sort of situation, mm. but that's kind of different. But yeah well,
0: Yeah, not the yeah. same. But yeah i really missed my calling you know i could have been a Hype Williams of my time
1: you could but yeah I Hype, come up with you could have been a Hype Williams slash i don't know who comes up with the treatments for the because they're the directors i'm pretty sure hyde Williams has created
0: yeah the directors the, the director I'm yeah sure yeah the yeah. making the treatment
1: because that would be cool that would be cool and it's just like listen we are gonna make this shit work for you and i know that all artists artists of course they have their input but i'm like yes thrill me it's like everybody can't be missy At least missy uh Chris, and uh, busted they had exciting videos but i want to store
0: it the artists would have input to to whatever extent that like they can see my vision through mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then i feel like i would only have worked with artists that would let me do my thing, who trust me. Yes. And who are willing to um, let me push them. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I feel like Drake is one of those people. It's like he's become a little bit of the buffoon to mm-hmm. an extent that he can joke. Ab- he can laugh at himself. Okay. Okay. You know, like, like, it's you... like everybody loves to pick at Drake. Mm-hmm. Right. Do and so have... like, I guess they yes. do. Yeah, I guess they... <laughs> yes. Without a doubt. Like, yeah. it, like <laughs> inarguably. That's sad. <laughs> kind of whatever I mean he does sometimes he does stuff that you be like (laughs) Drake. so (laughs) (laughs) Drake. so I feel like he's one of those people who has figured out that he needs to just be able to laugh at himself because as much as you want to talk shit about him and the dudes are mad and they always want to clown He's, he's like, talented. okay, and I'm laughing to the bank. Exactly. Right. He's still, still talented, talented, he's still making money, and he he fucks. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like it's like I'm not in a shortage. All the things. pussy, money, none of the things. Mm-hmm. So as much as you want to talk shit about me, you're talking shit about me while I'm out here thriving. And so he can make fun of himself. Like That's when he true. did the video, um what is the name of that song? I said, Bounce that shit. like, whoa. What is the what Oh is I a, don't know. from my uh, head right now? This is um, one of the new songs. No, no, no. This is a super old album. Um, no. But in that video in the beginning, um, I think it's Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Um, when Tyra Banks is in the video, she's the girlfriend they're arguing. Oh, he I see. He's in the bathroom washing his hands and he goes check his phone and he realized he left his phone at the table. And he's like, fuck. Because he knows she's going to look through his face. Oh. to find out he lied to her about where he was. Oh, and she, a... she smashes the, the cake in his face. No, i And that's just the beginning of the video. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the sketch part. But when the video, when the music comes in, he's sitting at the table with the cake all over his face. Oh. And he sings the song with the cake all over his face.
1: Oh, and, I, that's and, it, and it ties cool.
0: into something he says in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that because I'm like, okay. To me, that makes me feel like, Drake can laugh at himself like he understands and it's just like let's just be silly let's just be funny yeah why like, not and like it's it's about a real situation mm-hmm. that is some shit that will happen <laughs> and you wanna sit there with that cake it. on your face yeah it's it's the song Child's Play yeah. oh you should definitely look it I love that video it's entertaining or even um, damn why am I blanking on all the names uh-huh. of his songs with his um his bar mitzvah it's like the recreation of his I've bar mitzvah I've heard it but I've never and, and they're doing the horror uh huh <laughs> I love that video. Drake is silly and funny and I would love to direct the video.
1: (laughs) I have to be honest with you and I kid you not. I don't think I've ever watched, but I've watched music videos, some of them, but I don't, yeah. Overall, I don't watch a lot of music videos, but I was like, how many Drake music videos have I seen? I think I've probably only seen maybe like two. I know it's not not more than five. Way back in the day. Maybe way back. I i never even seen that one. They had all the memes where he's like dancing. I've never seen that before. Oh, I saw the last, I I did see the one where he's just like, uh, and and you gotta, where he's traveling throughout the city, I think, giving people money. God's plan? Nah, it's like a, I don't know. I've seen one of them. I've seen God's plan. Mm -hmm. I've seen that one. I think that was the last one. You have
0: so worse behavior? No. Oh, the video I was thinking is hell yeah fucking writing.
1: Oh, you've seen that one. No, is that the Bob Minister? No, I've never seen it. I've seen Jeez. clips of it. I've never seen it. I was like, yeah, I've never seen so them.
0: homework. But <laughs> <Like>, see, Drake. <laughs> I just go back and watch Drake videos, and it's not because it's like, oh, Drake has these spectacular, great videos. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm like, whatever about it. I've, I, just, I think for me, it's like I'll listen to Drake in my headphones when I'm traveling, mm-hmm. and that's usually when like I can zone all the way into a song because with my headphones are on, I can hear every beat. I can hear yeah. every note. I can hear all the background. Yeah. And then I get a visual in my mm-hmm. head when the song, when I really get into the song uh-huh. of what a video could look like.
1: Okay.
0: okay. Yeah.
1: Makes me think I want to invest in some really good headphones. Anyway. Because
0: I had a, a visual for non-stop. Remember I told you a video for that? I do like, I know the non-stop song. I had a great song. video for that and yeah. the video didn't look up. Um, I, I thought. So we'll see what happens if he even... He's probably not going to bring this song out as a single.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Race my mind. You don't think it's not. single?
1: Where you know how certain I songs you know have a great video. You want to play them on the yeah. radio?
0: Yeah, I mean it could be. It's also it's such a big play on the um, Rick James "Give It to Me Baby." Mm-hmm. He uses a lot of his lyrics, so um, I hear no song. Uh-huh. it could be. But it it could be such a great video.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So playing we'll, we'll
1: the pull a Beyonce and just make a video for all of the songs that on his album.
0: What? I, well. Not all of them. Well, but I, I know it's but like, a lot of yeah, songs on so this So if album. it's like, I think it's like 20 songs. So yeah, if he was like, let's do like 13. Because
1: albums. you can also play like, you know how some, I've seen some people in their videos, their music be playing in the background and it's a song from that album. You know, album yeah, it's just like, tiny clips, yeah, it's just a little tiny clip. Like it'd be a little intro. You could do something like that into the next song. It don't have to be the whole thing.
0: Right. Or what you do is, let's say, if you have 20 songs in the album, you do 10 videos and then you clip in all the other 10. So yeah. at some point, so that way too, then the the audience also knows to expect that. Mm-hmm. After like the second video, like, oh, I see what he's yeah. going to do. It,
1: you can, yeah, Miss it can you be a mix of um, transitions. Yeah, she did. At the end of some of her songs, she would go into the next video right. and it would be a completely different song, which was fun.
0: Which was sometimes frustrating because you love the other song. And you're like, <laughs> could you just make a real video for this? <laughs> Jeez. That's true. Gah. That's true. What? But um, we actually wanted to talk about something completely different today. Yes, completely today. different. Mm-hmm. Um, Fifteen minutes of shame. Mm-hmm. We promised we were going to talk about it last week, and then we did a little side. Yes, step, yes, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone didn't watch the doc yet. I
1: feel like we started talking about we just. I didn't watch the doc. I think we even. It. I think we just forgot to talk about it. <laughs> We definitely did. It didn't even come up when we started recording. Like well, even before we recorded, we were like, "This is what we're going to talk about today." Fifteen minutes of shame was not even like. This is true. Yeah,
0: we didn't even like. Yeah. It was afterwards. We, we, were like, just, we were supposed to talk yeah, about we the documentary it ahead of time. But it was. That was the
1: universe because I had not watched it. You Yeah, not watched yeah. it.
0: Um, so but now I did. you watched it. I
1: did. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, initial thoughts.
1: I th- I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was.
0: What Rotten Tomatoes Raining would you give it?
1: oh like <laughs> they go up to hundred percent so yes. um girl, I don't know it's- what seventy five? I don't know. I think it's seventy seven. I'm
0: just fucking with you. I don't even I know. know. I was like,
1: I think it was. I think it was well done. I, you know, I wonder how much because when I had heard it was Monica Lewinsky, and then it's hard to not think of Monica Lewinsky and think about because she was a producer and she was mm-hmm. um, one of the narrators mm-hmm. as well. So it's hard to think about her and not think about everything that went down when we were like nine, <laughs> you know. But I think that was okay. Oh, no, this
0: it wasn't nine because. Yeah.
1: No, no that really was ninety two. Was when he was elected. So when did so the Monica be like ninety six? Like I think she said like ninety six or I something. But I think that anyway. makes
0: sense. Um, yeah. Because I think in this instance, um, you were supposed to think about it.
1: Yes, cause because that was it the, was related. Yeah, and she was talking. Yeah, and then I also knew that she had worked with Max Joseph, who I was like Max Joseph, and he was Catfish. one of the the gentlemen who worked on Catfish. Mm-hmm um you know the cameraman but he also did a lot of like directing and producing and stuff behind the scenes so that i was like okay i think i like this i think i like this and i, I did enjoy it. it it was um but is it a it's just one series right like it's the only thing oh okay because they kept saying a series wrong and i'm like what do they mean is it other people when i looked it up it was
0: oh if it's gonna be that's fine by the way that scandal was in 98
1: Oh, okay. So I was like ninety six because he was—he well, did have two terms. Mm. So it was in his. Um, Why did
0: it feel like to me it was like ninety four or
1: something? I thought I was thinking it was like ninety six. Right.
0: It was way long ago.
1: Because ninety eight. Okay, well, we were a little bit older then. Yeah. 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 We we were like fifteen, sixteen. We older. were in high school. Yeah. 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 I, I. Yeah. I feel like. I mean,
0: was... you were in high school. <laughs> yes. I was in preschool, yeah the, yes, the,
1: the good old six months, yeah, so
0: um I was just smart I was just ahead of my. Time. yeah
1: you are you are
0: um yeah, that it, it's interesting that that's how long ago that was, because when I watched it, um me and I were just kind of saying, it's funny This not funny, interesting to see Monica Lewinsky changing the narrative around her name and who she is. Like, our generation is always going to remember her for that. But these younger generations that are, like, now older, they are not. Like, they are not going to make that initial. Like, and when they hear the name on Lewinsky, they're not going to necessarily go into the back of their minds of, like, oh, Bill Clinton's sex Mm -hmm. scandal. Mm -hmm. They're not, which is great for her. Yeah, Which is great for her. So I think this is the perfect time for her to, like, step out and do stuff. So it was interesting to me to see that. You know, she stepped out to do this thing, and she still tied it to that scandal. Yeah. that she could be putting in her rear view, mm-hmm. like to some degree, permanently. I mean, you know, it's it's um, never going to completely die off. But
1: it's never. You, you know, you made a good point because even before I had read about, watched the documentary, or even you had told me about it, um, someone I, I don't remember the source, but they were talking about. I don't know if they were giving her slack, but they were like, "Well, she's still making money off of this, basically." You know, so she's still she should that. Listen, what? I have my view. I go listen. This is something that derailed her—not her, her career, her life—for so but she so was like long. 24. So young. Just that's when you're you're starting off. You're getting, you know, you're building, you know, your wealth and your career.
0: And you so should much... sleep with your boss.
1: Yeah. If
0: it's gonna if it's gonna catapult you to another position <laughs> in your job when your boss is that fucking important, Oh, uh, well, yeah. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, she, you're gonna tell a 24 year old, like, that they're a fucking idiot for sleeping with their boss when their boss, when your boss, this is, I'm just about yes. argument saying, yes. right? I'm gonna minimize this a little bit. Your boss is the fucking CEO of the company. Yeah. Right? And he's actually not even your boss. He's like your boss's 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 boss. Mm-hmm. The CEO of the company is like, you got a crush on him and you want that. And he's mm-hmm. like, yep, I want you. And I'm gonna change that life. Like, I'm saying Look, when you're 24. Well, those are the kinds of decisions you make.
1: Well, I mean, that's what we're talking about here. I think it's completely different than we, I wasn't on the inside, but what it sounds like what happened with her, like, okay, you did things with the president's because my thing was I would be scared because when that I'm pretty sure when that shit all hit the fan, she was like, This is the country. You're not this the president, but he's connected to the government. Those people have a lot of power to destroy you, to do all, which is what happened. Right. So I think for her, she, I'm pretty sure she was like, yeah, there's no ray of sunshine. I'm not going to get a nice little package, a nice little sh- something out of this. For her, it was just like constant. Yeah, you're a slut. You're this. You're nothing. Pulling out all skeletons, pulling out whatever skeleton she had <laughs> in her closet. I think for her, it was a map. I'm surprised she survived all of that. Right. She's lucky that she did an internet because she did mention the internet as a part of that yeah. but that was in the beginning but this, stages right this
0: is this things did not go viral
1: exactly the in way the that, way
0: that they do today but that's what i'm saying that's my point is yeah. that like you know how many 24 year olds did the same thing she did mm-hmm. the difference is it wasn't with the president of the united states the fault was not on her
1: yeah yeah the
0: fault should, it shouldn't have been no it was not on her That's the type of, I don't even want to call it stupid shit because I don't think it's stupid shit. Mm -hmm. But that's, those are the types of decisions you make at 24. Mm -hmm. Mistakes that you're going to look back on in your life later and be like, I slept with my boss or I slept with the CEO to get a, you know, to get a career bump. And like, damn, like at 40, you might be like, that was a terrible decision. (laughs) But you, you know, you lived and whatever, you flourished and now your life is where it is. They destroyed her. They did. They, they destroyed, destroyed her. her. And yeah. the fact that like no one thought this is a really young girl. Like well, let's I go think back a little bit. This is I think that, is that was wrong. Girl.
1: But I, I to me it sounds weird that you're saying I feel like most twenty I don't know, but most twenty four year olds are probably not thinking he was also married. So mm-hmm. I think that most twenty four year olds are probably not thinking to sleep with their boss who is married. I think that adds another 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 layer. So I think when you have um Maybe he was single. He's your boss, possibly. But a twenty-four, you're you're twenty-four year old, and maybe you go, "Oh, I want to do it," but I feel like most twenty-four year olds, I think, would have
0: no. I don't think so. I I think it's like it's it's not just like oh, you know, because we keep saying it's her boss, it was the president of the United States. It was this extraordinarily powerful, handsome, charismatic older man.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
0: And she had the hots for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Married or not, he wooed her. And yeah, she was impressionable.
1: Of course, and, you're 20 years the president, he has a lot of power.
2: And, and yeah,
0: and 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 part of the the the, the sexiness is that power.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, please, you know how many girls probably would have been <laughs> hands and knees for Barack Obama, I guess, being like, I love Michelle, yeah, like, yeah, but still <laughs> face in crotch. <props, laughs> like, you know, I'm just saying, like, especially I've, a lot of like just younger when you are still just making those really fuck-up decisions. You make those really fuck-up decisions with stupid boys your age. Imagine you have this like handsome, powerful, mm. older man who knows all the things to say and the things to do. You could be like, yeah, I'm going to send some security to your house. Yeah, I'm going to send... You know, just got it like that. Please. You it, you would so easily lose them panties. So wow. just... Right. And then you get older, and you'd be like, yo, I did a lot of stupid stuff in my 20s. Damn. Yeah. But you luckily did not have that ruin your life. Yeah. Like her <laughs> like it did for her. life. Yeah. Your legacy. hmm I'm like, you know how many rap songs reference her? Lewinsky chicks? And mm-hmm. you know what they mean. Beyonce for her in her side. It, yes. right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's not what you want. You and then also you know the whole dress incident. You don't want that to be your legacy. Mm-mm. Is that so when someone references your name, it's in relation to someone coming on your dress, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like it's jacked
1: up. Yeah, it is. It's it's, it's fucked up. And so I think yeah, fan... she
0: should make money.
1: But you know, the documentary was mainly about you know people in this day and age who had been sort of shamed or humiliated via social media, via canceled, the internet, and, can. and canceled as well in certain in certain cultures. And all about sort of the they delved into the history of like public shaming. And, um, you know, the, the way that, you know, people sort of go after others to like identify, you know, if there's a group of people to say this person has done wrong, this person has done A, B, and C, let's make them a public spectacle so that people also will learn and say, this is the example, you know, if you do this, this will happen to you. So, but it was,
0: which doesn't work. Like, yes, it, she I said mean, it. it it's yeah. Been, how long has it been since that has worked?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: America. Come on.
1: Yeah, the country, you know, they talked about other, you know, the, the pillory and how they used to put the people in that, like um, the wooden thing where your arms, your, both your arms were in, in there and then your head was in the middle and how you were in the town square and how they had other apparatuses where they would walk you around and, you know, in, in, encased in something, put you in a box in the middle of the outside of the village to let people know hey he did something wrong he stole and then it didn't it just basically one of the women um because they had a lot of experts that they profiled as well she was like it didn't do any exactly what you're saying it didn't do anything what it did was basically just destroy someone's life yeah. she's like it didn't it would there wasn't conversation to be had there wasn't anything so it was it, it was yeah that part was very interesting yeah. a lot of it these
0: days it's too much conversation around it, so much so that it just gets muddled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we have you know Twitter, which is just a cesspool, of, yes, a cesspool of people's random free thoughts. There's mm-hmm. no conversation, yeah, happening on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I honestly think Twitter's got to be one of the worst things that's ever happened <laughs> to the world, legit. like. I mean, so many people's lives have been destroyed Well, they, Twitter. And it's funny <laughs> how they talked
1: about in the beginning, too, how Twitter used to be. They were like, in the beginning, Twitter was a place where you could connect with people, of mm-hmm. course. And then they said one of the first um, times that they saw people realize their power was something with L.A. Fitness. When this pregnant woman, I think, was going to L.A. Fitness and she couldn't cancel her membership. So it kind of, it, uh, people on Twitter were like, let's write the company, let's petition. They and bashed them. They bashed Which,
0: it. Pissed me off. What? That what? real fucking privilege shit. What do you mean? Oh, she couldn't cancel her membership. I'm sorry. I just, I That's worked That's a real thing. What do you mean? I know. I'm just saying I worked in fitness, mm-hmm. so I know how it works. And I'm pretty sure they didn't tell that lady she couldn't cancel her membership. She probably just didn't like the answer that they gave her, which mm-hmm. is probably like, oh, they were going to charge for her for, you know, The next two months before it canceled out or something Mm -hmm. like that. Just the way it works. That Uh, particular LA, you know, it's like LA Fitness is a big company, right? That one location Mm -hmm. is following the rules of the company and she doesn't, she didn't like the response. Yeah, That's why I can't stand Yelp Mm -hmm. because Yelp has also become this cesspool of like, if the the company doesn't do exactly what I tell them I want them to do, I'm going to tear them down on Yelp. I'm going to say all these terrible things. And then there's all these people that go on Yelp and they look at that and they're like, oh, yeah, this is bad. This, yeah. They do this, they do that. And it's just like every place has rules, mm-hmm. it's Like especially when you sign up for a service of some mm-hmm. kind. Everywhere has rules. It is not their fault if there's a one-page contract and you couldn't be bothered to read the one fucking page. Mm-hmm. And now you're going in there like, no, cancel it today. I don't want to be charged ever again. And they're like, well... Your, you know, membership re-ups on the 13th, mm-hmm. today is the 12th, mm-hmm. so you will be charged tomorrow and that'll be your last payment. No, I say cancel it today. Yeah, and then right. when you say no, they bash you on Yelp mm-hmm. or they come after you yeah. on Twitter or whatever and then they get this like mob whatever because everybody else, all the other people who also you didn't bend the rules for want mm-hmm. to chime in, yeah. it's fucking evil. That yeah. was not the first time it it was, that was, that was the first time it was effective. But I don't think it was a good thing. I think that was when people realized, oh, we could use this for evil purposes. Well, that's what he said. Yeah.
1: Well, she's, (laughs) and I think, um, because in the documentary they say that was the first time that, yeah, the the people realized their power. I thought it was good because I was like, okay, they got this woman thing. But the woman says that she felt like it was, um, want that power that you use. It's it's a, it's great when it can use, is used to help people who are marginalized. It's used to help you know the small person get power, like regain their power from big corporations and companies. Right. She's like the everyday person, it's it's not. But even what you mentioned that the corporations, it's hurtful when it's like you're just complaining about the rules, or it's just like you signed a contract and you're complaining about you knew the rules. But um, it, 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 now I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry. But it was. Uh, <laughs> It, it was also interesting, the fact that they talked about, um, fuck, I, I've lost it. You're going to take over. I, I lost it. It's, it's completely... Sometimes it comes back to me, and it's just like...
0: It's,
1: it's so much... I have <laughs> so
0: many thoughts going on. Well, I actually made notes. Um, but one Sorry. One of
1: the things I wanted to, to yeah, mention that they... In it. talking about that, they were talking... Because then they went... It was so many places that they went, but they started talking about cancel culture mm-hmm. and how they they said, well, when did cancel culture sort of come into our mainstream?
2: And oh, I was like,
0: did that,
1: black people
0: cancel culture? <laughs> did you see
1: one of the first things they said? It was this movie. Oh, fuck. Now I'm forgetting the movie. Uh, was
0: New Jack City, my friend. Yes, oh, yeah. With like, Leslie Snipes? Yes. Yes, yes. Cancel her. And then it was from a
1: reality show. They played Love and Hip Hop. It
0: was your boy Cisco. Yeah, was and like, he's like can't can't yes. I remember that episode. Yes. <laughs> I watch way too much
1: trash. And they, they, they mentioned like other ways that it said like cancel this. Like Joanna Scammer, it's canceled, it's canceled. <laughs> and you know, and, and then all, and then. They just so all black
0: <laughs> Yeah, all black people. And I was like, black people are bitching like, like
1: <laughs> and, I, and you know, I laughed at no. that. And how that's, you know, there's public shaming has um, sort of grown into cancel culture and how that's not helpful. It, it was really interesting in sort of the ways that it went. And they profiled several For, people.
0: four main yeah. individuals, it was Matt Colvin, um, the, the hand sanitizer guy. Yes. <laughs> who pretty much just got railed because mm-hmm. he was featured in a New York Times article that said that he was selling hand sanitizer Yeah, he bought like 17,000 yes at the yeah, height of COVID of the pandemic and was selling them on Amazon for like $70 a bottle. Yeah. Um. and
1: that was funny because it was because if you watch the documentary what he's saying is that new york times came to him and they sort of couched the article like it was going to be something different about amazon and how they were sort of treating or profiting more than the people the sellers because you can as a, you can sell through amazon but then they can, they get a portion of that obviously so how they weren't correct they weren't treating those sellers correctly and right. then when the article came out it was something completely different yeah. and i wonder was that because of who knows excuse me who knows because apparently the documentary reached out to the new york times and they said he knew what the article was going to be about i'm pretty sure he i didn't. doubt that
0: yeah. you know what i think happened that the it started as yeah what they said it was exactly going to be, and covid happened and then no and then while they were doing their research and their due diligence, mm-hmm. they were like, "Wait a minute! This guy's a goddamn scumbag. Mm-hmm. He's selling sanitizer for, <laughs> you know, X amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like, hold on, we we sitting up here talking about Amazon's evil and railing their sellers, but these sellers are fucked.
2: Mm-hmm. Up. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's what happened. And they pivoted.
1: And he did I say that he he did admit in the documentary to your point that he." He was taking advantage of the situation. He sold it for too much, and I do agree with that because he was also was during the pandemic. Yes. He was selling, selling that, selling these overpriced things. Yes. But um, as a result of all of that, because it went viral, and they were talking about how through Twitter, apparently, because I'm on Twitter, but I don't follow it that much. Through Twitter, one of the things that they found was that people really, it's all about clicks, and people really respond to the negative more than the positive. Oh, for sure. And they said that Twitter, their algorithm, rhythm, they make more money when it's certain words like, you know, horrible, or this is a travesty. Those get more clicks than, the, you know, any sort of positive words that they use. <laughs> And they were, you know, all these different things that they were doing. Like an experiment they did in one, I think, one country. I think it was somewhere British, uh, England country, British country. How they did an experiment (laughs) where they looked at people's faces when they were watching both of their teams and um oh, when their yeah, team yeah. was scoring a point when their own team was scoring a point of course the points went up they, they were, were very happy, very happy yeah. but then they showed them clips of their the rival team their their losing. enemy losing right. and then they were even more excited about yeah. it and it was just like it's shown that people are much more happy when they see someone losing someone that they hate or someone that they feel like needs a comeuppance or someone who's doing very well losing versus their own people winning right because it kind of makes you feel like shit if you're seeing all these people doing good things it goes hand in hand with like instagram and stuff how you see people living their best lives but then when you see someone taking down a notch you're like yeah you aren't better than me you are yeah people love that that shit
0: but that's that's part of the issue we have in this country i can't speak on other places but, you know, we talk about that all the time. They're like, you know, the United States, like America, we love, like, you know, a comeback story. And I'm like, it's not that we love a comeback story. We just love watching people get destroyed. And <laughs> we do. And then we're like, fine, they can, you know, rise again. Mm-hmm. Um, Because we're, we're not rooting for them to rise most of the time. Yeah. We're just rooting for them to be taken down.
1: Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's interesting because in some ways, like for celebrity culture, like we look at like, do you think about the Kardashians or you know, who's a big example of that or anyone? They're like they get they get clicks. You wanna know people look at them because of their houses, their expensive things because they're all glamorous. Mm-hmm. But then also people are okay when some shit happens they to them love and it. we get yeah. sad. You know, they go on a trip and people are like, How dare you go on this trip during COVID? <laughs> You're throwing your money in our faces, there are people dying, it's so insensitive, and blah 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 blah. And people love that and that gets because you wanna see these people, of course you wanna see how extravagant and wealthy they're living, but you also feel like I want that, I need that, you don't work as hard to get that, you don't deserve that, you know, why can't I mm-hmm. have that?
0: In that voice?
1: No, I'm just saying, I don't do this. <laughs> like,
0: but I'm just saying,
1: what? I don't... Yeah, but <laughs> I think people feel like that. So it's this weird, interesting dynamic um, that, that happens. This weird relationship that people have with it.
0: I do think, though, that there needs to be a little bit more grace and a little more empathy. in uh, yes, Both I agree. ways. And so I think part of the hating people like the Kardashians is like, we're going through a pandemic. People are dying. Like doctors are working, you know, 24 hour shifts, you know, can't take off. They've got scars on their faces from PPE and you post, you know, photos of your extravagant trip that you took via private plane and all this other stuff. And it's just like, nobody said you can't post to social media, but you could have did some tight shots, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, people didn't need to see that you were in Tulum, like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Just like, it's just like, have like, don't be so tone deaf and like, Mm -hmm. you know, Act like you know what the fuck is going on. That's and, true. And like have some common sense about what doesn't make sense to be posting right now. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Because it's like you're not losing any money over over not putting up this like personal trip you took and things like that. Like, please. So it's the same with this guy. I don't think that Matt Colvin should have been... <laughs> people shouldn't have been threatening his life, and yes. family, and stuff like that. It's not that serious. But I do think... I'm glad he took responsibility. Like, yeah... Was I being a little greedy? I was. Because yeah. you were. Because it was like, okay, perhaps you didn't truly understand mm-hmm. like how, how dire the situation was when you thought it made sense to do this markup. Yeah. So, because you already have all the inventory. Mm-hmm. So you were going to make the money regardless. You were going to make the money. So what you should have done, because he was saying, you know, it was expense, It's expensive to ship sanitizing in the U.S. Mm-hmm. because it's considered a hazardous material, that kind of thing. So you should have took the, you know, the cost of shipping, you know, plus whatever like small margin that you've been, you know, doing whatever small margin you've yeah. been working with, and and priced it at that yeah. because it's like people need this thing more than ever, yeah, because it's a public health crisis. Mm-hmm. That should make you say, OK, you know, yes, I have all the inventory and you know, I have a lot of power. This is great. Um, I can make some money off of this. Just just via the fact that people need this item that I have. Mm-hmm. I'm guaranteed I'm going to make, make money. Yeah. But I'm not going to be an asshole. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. and,
0: and, and try to like mark it up so high because I know people need it. That and it—that's very American. That's mm-hmm. very capitalist. Yeah, yeah, it's very like enterprising, and we value that in this country. So it's funny to see how angry people were and they want to shoot him down because it's like uh, your freaking ancestors did that. Relax. But I do understand why people would be mad because it's disgusting. Yeah. Like I remember going to the bodega around the corner from me, and. The woman was removing all the stickers from the NyQuil and remarking it so she could mark it up. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like the the government literally had to step in and be like, no price gouging. Yeah. But it was like, okay, I think the NyQuil was originally marked at like seven ninety nine, and she was putting it at ten ninety nine or eleven ninety nine, something like that. And I was like. See, this is when you're going to have somebody get crazy on your ass, snatch you over the counter, and grab the NyQuil and leave. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I just, like, visualized it in my mind. If I need that NyQuil, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, can I get that NyQuil? And I'm going to put the $7 on the counter, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to walk out and be like, come get me.
2: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wish you
0: would. And I'm going to put these paws on you. So good, girl. <laughs> because how dare you? Yeah. Oh, people are really sick, and I have all the medicine. Let me make sure I empty their pockets. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, they might still die from this thing.
2: Yeah.
0: It's, <laughs> it's, it's, just, a, it's, it's just like we as a country just lack that sense of community that makes us do these kinds of things. And then it's funny because then when someone does it and then we decide collectively we don't like it in that moment... Then we tear them down. Yeah. And it's fucked up because it's like, it's well, this up. is like what we've kind of decided was the way of the country, just it's, in the case of Matt Colvin. And and he just did it at the wrong time. He did it at the wrong time.
1: time. And even but then even I and a part of that, um, a part of that was also that they revealed in the documentary that they said Amazon was also guilty of raising Hell their prices. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you see things like that where there's this one person or this mom and pop business who doesn't it and it doesn't make it's definitely not right for them. Mm-hmm. But also you see big corporations doing it all the time. And they should get the shit repeatedly. They should get more should of the be shit. Fine. They should yeah, they should be fined all the time. But then, you know, when mom and pop do it and then they're fine and they get the shit, it's gonna affect them much more than it's gonna affect, you know, a big crazy business like Amazon or shit that Facebook gets or Google. You know, and I think that's the thing that's sad because also these like he was just saying If they're selling through Amazon, all these big mom and pop shops, they're affected by those big box businesses or big stores or, you know, they're affected by those. And sometimes they're trying to find, it doesn't make it right, but you can understand that they're trying to make a little bit more. They're trying to get even closer to that Amazon. And it's just this culture that keeps repeating and repeating.
0: Yeah, and I think it's easier to go for these single individuals where it's like, well, a company like Amazon has fuck you money. So it doesn't, it's like it feels to people like no matter how loudly they scream, Mm -hmm. Amazon's the devil, fuck Jeff Bezos, it's not going to affect them. It's not going to affect him. Yeah. They're just beyond that point. So it's like, so then let's get the low hanging fruit Mm -hmm. and let's stomp it into the ground. And that's what happened with this guy, unfortunately. And he Um,
1: lost a lot of things. He got threats. He had to buy a gun because he was afraid. That's
0: crazy to me. it's just like the fact that people decide to take it that far. Like, really? You want to kill this man over some hand sanitizer? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you found yourself some hand sanitizer. Yeah. For whatever the cost you thought it was worth to you. Mm -hmm. You found yourself some hand sanitizer. Yeah. So... And, that's a little crazy
1: uh, and all the other pe- and then one of the things that he mentioned he was co- sort of connected to the other guy about how he um, had done a, a, a white supremacy sign at a light passing a black lives matter oh, event, oh, and he and was actually he latina was yes he was latina and he has he had a condition where his his hands and they seize up he twitches like in his muscles so he wasn't mean. Yeah, he yeah. He said holding-
0: like, he's like exercising because he uses his yes. hands all day. Yes, he was doing a little. What's the name with his fingers? And his,
1: he just had. I don't remember seeing that picture. He just happened, his his. What you about to say?
0: What was funny to me? I had never seen that um, that photo. I had heard a little bit about this when it happened, but when I and 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 didn't really pay a a, a whole lot of attention to it mm-hmm. when it happened. Mm-hmm. So when he talked about it on the doc. I just remember they showed the photo, and immediately I was like, that's not the symbol. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. When
0: I saw the picture of his hands, I was like, that's not the symbol. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Very similar, yeah.
0: But I knew it immediately. I was like, how does that look like the same thing to
2: people?
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This poor guy had his life destroyed. It was, to me, so obvious that he wasn't putting the symbol
1: up. I remember I saw the thing that they made an example of. Sorry in connection with this when they said that this became viral and it was just people were jumping on it. They said because people don't do their research. You see never. it and you never. think. Because I saw it and I was like, okay, I don't know. what I had actually never heard of this thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw several people doing it. But a lot of people seemed like they were doing it a little bit differently, even when they were in crowds of people. And I'm like, I guess that's what it is. So I was just like, that's the thing. I guess he was doing it because that's also not uncommon that you're driving past a black light and you do that. But of course he wasn't. He wasn't doing it, and his life was ruined. He still has not been able to find an employment. No. And I think people were—they were saying in the documentary that you need, like what you keep saying, you need to allow some grace. You need to realize that these are human beings. It's just like you need to realize what will happen as a result of you jumping on this bandwagon, bandwagon, or creating this. People's lives are destroyed, and then maybe you would think differently six months down the line if you looked at that person and go, "Oh, all that happened to you because of that." You lost 80, all of that, because you probably would think a little differently. Like, this is a human being who has family to care for. And so, because with this man, no one did their research. Or, you know, with the, the, Matt, the Matt, the Colvin guy, you know, even though I feel like what he did was fucked up. <laughs> it's just like, because in a sense, he possibly, that possibly caused people to get sick. You know, if it, you know, could have caused indirectly people to get sick because they didn't have I mean, all these things. I don't I know. I
0: don't know if hand sanitizer was stopping people from getting COVID.
1: That's true. That's true. But I think it, it's still something that people needed, and I think it's just like it was something that was important during a public health crisis. And it's just like, yeah, that, you an, You had an asshole. You took a, you. But did you deserve what happened to you? Right. And um, that was something that was very interesting. How we yeah. just jump on things.
0: I think what Matt Colvin did was in poor taste. And What's like, his name,
1: Matt? I keep calling Matt him. Matt Colvin. Oh, okay, good. And it's
0: just like in poor taste deserves uh, death threats. No, <laughs> like those yes. two things should go together. Yeah, like uh-huh. this, yeah. And then with this guy, you know, he's like, "Nah, I wasn't doing that," and I believe him.
1: I believe him too. <laughs> yeah, and
0: it was interesting too to see that at the end of the documentary. Um, you know, they they talked to a couple people. This other woman, Laura roll mm-hmm. who was also you know dragged by the um the republican right
2: mm-hmm.
0: and by the end of the doc she had been you know back on recovery professionally same for like this guy matt he was able to get a, a, another job but this guy um emmanuel was not mm-hmm. and i was like the mm. person of color not recovering the best i was like damn we are even still disproportionately affected by cancel culture yeah the hell
1: which which they said in the documentary one of the 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 experts and she said this types of this type of culture it affects those who already are the most vulnerable mm-hmm. so like, it affects right. you the most those people the most and it was shown to do that and they had um But another sort of spin on it, taking it into harassment, you know, with the young girl, Tracy Dobson, who was the first black student government president at American University. And (laughs) I remember hearing about this. lot.
0: that was just so funny to me that they were so upset about that. It was like, Really? Y'all care about what's going on at a college? (laughs) I think y'all are crazy.
1: And I wonder, what what do you mean in a sense of how it got national news and stuff?
0: No, to the fact that you want to threaten this girl.
1: Oh, girl, yes. (laughs) She's president
0: at a college. Relax.
1: Yeah, that's what I was. None of that
0: shit in college matters, me to get out.
1: Yeah. And you're wondering, (laughs) because what, you know. Yeah, she was ready for, she won um, the student government, was the first. the position. She was the first black person to do so. And like a day later, someone had hung a, a, a tied a banana around a noose and wrote mm-hmm. racial epithets on it and, 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 and talked to, wrote the name of a gorilla who had recently died. Harum, what is the name? Haram? I don't know how to yes, pronounce it. Yes. So targeted at her. So it got progressively worse. She found out then that the anti defamination. What did he say? Anti defamation league, <laughs> league. Yes. contacted her to let her know that she had been targeted by sort of this alt right group, mm-hmm. and um, he had they had instructed them, the people, their followers, to go after her on any sort of social platform to repost it everywhere, you know, saying all these purple things, and then that's when it got really, really real for her, and um, she became scared uh, for her safety, as and she
0: should have. That she it's should have crazy, isn't yeah. It, you see?
1: And you see how it just became she had no recourse. And it was like the people it it went into this whole thing. But yeah, people um, didn't people just sort of reposted what they what they felt. And then she was just sitting there getting all of this shit and it was just going viral and it wasn't stopping. So what recourse did she have? as sort of this one independent citizen, she was like, okay, well, I can go to these, I can go to Facebook, I go to Twitter or Google and say I'm having this problem. She didn't have any accountability. They have this, um, I forget what they call it, section 230 or something that basically protects Internet, like, uh, you know, social media companies Mm -hmm. from taking responsibility. They aren't liable for anything that someone posts on their platforms, Mm -hmm. which they said in the beginning was great because they could sort of grow and they could do what they wanted and they weren't responsible. But now now that that (laughs) bullying and all those things have become a real threat. What accountability are you taking for that? So it's affecting people's lives. It affected her life. She was diagnosed with like PTSD,
2: PTSD.
1: Jeez, my language today. PTSD, and other people have committed suicide. We've seen it. Online bullying has resulted in a lot of these things. What can Facebook do? What can Google do? And because of this law in America, they are not being held accountable. And that's what, and for her, it became this thing of where she had to be creative to go around to circumvent the laws and craft this other sort of Her lawyers were very helpful in sort of how can we go after them because we can't go after them for this.
0: Right. And then but she was able to that sue. One guy. Yeah. It was like, yep, sue that ass. Mm
1: hmm. And yeah, it I'm can glad. make it hold an she, example. Yeah,
0: she won. But it's funny too because with these other people, it was about being canceled. And with this girl, it was about. Her just being black and mind of her business yep. and being targeted mm-hmm. for that,
1: and how a young girl, a young girl in college, and how very real and scary they both are because mm-hmm. it still affects your, it still affects your. Your life, but then one um, one of the direct, one of the experts was saying with the 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 cancel culture. She's like, usually most of the time that's not going to end in someone being targeted physically. That's not going to end in someone being harmed. Right. That she's like, of course, it's still horrible. Your your livelihood is affected, you know, for a while. But she's like, you could possibly. She's like, there's room for a comeback. She's like, there's room after all of that dies down. There's room for a comeback but with this girl. If you're targeted on the for gender for race, she's like, no. There's real life consequences. She's like, people get killed. People get people are shooting up churches. Mm-hmm. She's like, that is a much more different situation than um, the the cancel culture. Right. And um, I, that was very interesting too. Yeah.
0: And again, too, it's it's this idea of like regular individuals, like. Mm-hmm pedestrians living their life and then being catapulted into this bullshit and most of the time we probably don't even hear about it and it happens Mm -hmm. in so many instances because it's like when we pay more attention with celebrities are canceled or politicians Mm -hmm. and like people in the public eye who you know you feel a lot less empathy towards when they Mm -hmm. get canceled for like calling black people monkeys and things like that you know like calling black people
1: monkeys yeah or like
0: you know bullying the trans, you know, people in the transgender mm-hmm. community and things like that. Yeah, you're like, well, you should be canceled, you're a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But this was about specifically about individuals mm-hmm. because that's what Monica Lewinsky that was her experience. Mm-hmm. She was like, I was a regular, daggler, smaggler girl, mm-hmm. and then this happened. Who looks great, by the way. She, she looks, looks Monica Lewinsky looks great. She's yeah. like. Montel Jordan out here. Yeah, she's she's like like, 49, 48 or something. And that goes to show you, Monica Lewinsky is still in her 40s. Mm -hmm. That is what reminds me of how young she was when that happened. Yeah. And how little I understood about what was really going on Mm -hmm. and how much bullshit I was being fed. Like all the vitriol and the bullshit we got from the news Mm -hmm. that didn't really get to the truth or the heart of what really happened. Mm -hmm. And it didn't take until I was much older to look back at that and be like, That's what happened. Mm -hmm. And then to realize, like, she was young. Because I was young and I was much younger than she was. So, of course, I'm thinking this was like a grown ass woman. She made her bed. She was sleeping with this married man.
1: Because when you're that young, like, someone in their 20s, 24, 25, seems you think like okay you're, you're out of college you're, you're making life decisions you should know what you're doing because you're in high school you're thinking that's the way it works
0: Guys, you're a grown up you're an adult
1: but it also speaks to you know because most of the people who were going after her were full fucking grown adults they And so they were was. way older than she was <laughs> (laughs) So it also talk. It also directly connects and is the same about what's going on now and how you need to check your sources and you need to think about who's getting this shit, like who's receiving all of this shit, because you're not being fed the same story. We talk. We talk a lot about how you need to check your news sources when you're getting information about what's going on in the world. Do some research because nine times out of ten, I'm I not going to put a percentage on it or a <laughs> ratio, but it's just like it's, a, lot mm, of the time. a lot of the times we know that we're only getting half of the story. We're not getting the complete truth because they aren't speaking to that person. They haven't interviewed that, that person. They don't check up on that person. News sources are also ripping headlines and ripping information from other sources and then it's going viral. So it's not a lot of vetting being given. Or if it is, this is the narrative that we're going with. That's gonna sell. That's what we're doing. That's gonna get us clicks. We're making money. Money, 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 money.
0: Also, too, I think, you know, some things have changed, but we still have a long way to go. I mean, America very much has a we hate women <laughs> undertone. And when things like that happen, mm-hmm. it's usually the woman that gets blamed. Oh my god, It's gosh. the woman's fault. Um, so this was very much in a told in that way and in that narrative of like oh she's a slut mm-hmm. <laughs> that was very much pushed to the forefront i remember that mm-hmm. i remember hearing a yes. lot of like she's a slut slut shaming mm-hmm. that sort of thing about her um and we still that still happens today. oh my gosh and a lot of it and it's changed um a lot mm-hmm. but we still there's still always this undertone of like women need to take responsibility for these decisions they make as it pertains to sex and when something goes wrong something happens to them what part did they play in it yeah it's, it's it's the same way we we have that it's the same thing that happens with black people mm-hmm. you know it's just like well black people have opportunities look at immigrants coming into this country and they have nothing you live here and you speak the language and you've made nothing of it what part do you play in it and there's this complete like like let's just ignore yeah like history, and the history of this country, and the history of what's been happening. Okay.
1: You t- that's,
0: Good
2: job.
1: It's so true, and I think it's the history is not being educated about certain things and looking at things deeper, and I'm sorry, if you don't know the history about things, and you are not reading about it and going into it, then you should really just shut up. And I think that goes for anyone. Like any, It's just like, you don't know what you're talking about. We aren't going to know everything, but you need to do... What? I, we be talking
0: about a, a lot, lot of, of shit. I mean, on the podcast, and i thought like, I don't know. Let me look.
1: No, down. we do. We do talk about a lot of shit. I think also too think this We is, all do. We all, we all do. I think there are certain instances we also don't have the type of platform that other people Hell have no, to just playing so playing it's just, playing yeah playing. i think that that's also says something and we also tell people when we talk a lot of shit do your own research think try to think as independently don't as just, possible don't
0: just listen to yeah
1: it. try to think as independently as possible a lot of the stuff that we say is very much our own opinion
0: um but yeah i think the doc was interesting i think people should watch it but i, I think people should watch it for entertainment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I don't feel like I necessarily learned anything or felt any differently, but I feel like I already had a certain you know sort of feeling I think what the doc is supposed to like you know evoke or whatever I was already there, so it didn't do anything for me
1: i think I think for me, it definitely made me more aware of my biases and things that I just assume are true. Because I think your day to day, when you know that in the back of your head, but for me, I know that sometimes I have to give things a second glance or a second thought. And when you read about someone who's doing badly, or just you hear a headline, even about something like you saw that, I saw that picture, you know, the, of the guy doing that. symbol. you just have to think about it for a second, and it just it keeps reinforcing to me that you can't always, unfortunately, believe and um, what you see and read, which is sad. Which is really sad because you get just like where's the trust? I'm not a photographer. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a writer. That's not my role. So it it I think that's a, it, it. Just keeps it keeps hammering it in to me that you cannot believe everything that you're well, saying. Well, that's
0: the thing. We're at a point I think now with because of technology and certain things that are available to us, resources and things that these are not coming from. Journalists and photographers, and That's stuff. That's true. Becoming regular right people. Time, right. It's just now everybody thinks they're a photographer. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a, you know, a street journalist or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, so now you really have to be extraordinarily careful um, about where you're getting your information or what you're believing. And, you know, just, yeah, like you said, do your homework. The good thing about all of this. And the fact that things can go viral is that you can Google some shit and get so many hits mm-hmm. and find pretty much anything you need.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: on like both arguments mm-hmm. and then piece it together to find the middle.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: and that's really the the job at hand for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. On that note.
1: Yes, on that note. I gentlemen. felt like this
0: is a good episode. Yeah. I was interested.
1: I'm glad you were interested. I was interested. Very I was interested. interested. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm talking about my.
0: <laughs> Well, if you like Monica Lewinsky and this episode, <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't like Monica Lewinsky but you like this episode, uh-huh. make sure you subscribe. Check us out um, yes. where, wherever you get your podcast. Yes, ma'am. And then make sure you rate us. Top stars. Five mm-hmm. stars. Four stars. Um, we like that. Five stars if it's five. Four if it's four. Yes. Um, you can also email us if mm-hmm. you want to drop a little love note or a hate note um, or if you want to cancel us. But, I mean, as we saw, regular people can be canceled, so... Don't cancel us. Just email us. Yes, just email at us. At at gmail.com. <laughs> you can also DM us. Mm-hmm. We love those. On Instagram at blackhipsterpodcast. Yes, You can ma'am. follow us there, too. You can also follow me at the, that's T-H-E-E, Shalwa Evans.
1: Mm-hmm. You can find me at Stendrick Wiggins.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right. Well, we drank water and yes. coffee through this. So now it's time to go get some wine. <laughs> Lego. Bye. Bye. Bye.